Hello everybody, welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today with another episode of Barca Base and the penultimate game of this La Liga season as we faced off against Alaves away from home and we managed to gain... Some, you know what? We didn't manage to gain anything. It was a meaningless game, but it was good to see us shine. It's been a while since we've done that. It was a 5-0 victory. Goals from Ansu Fati, two from Lionel Messi, one from Luis Suarez and one from Semedo. Very good scoreline. Very good performance. Um, Definitely still some places that need tightening up and I don't want to pay it too much mind because the whole season has not been anywhere near what it should have been. Um, and on top of that, you know, it was clear. I, I knew we were going to win before the kickoff because there needed to be some sort of pride that was regained after the calamity against Osasuna where we lost uh, 2-1. So, of course, I felt as though we were going to get the win and on the final day of this La Liga campaign. And Thus, we did. Let's jump straight into it and start off with the lineups. That's exactly where we like to start, and that is exactly where we will start. In goal, we saw Mr. Birthday Boy, Neto, <laughs> got uh, an opportunity to play in goal. Tristegan was rested, or maybe they just allowed uh, Neto because it was his birthday to come in and have a shot. He hasn't had much, well, he hasn't been given any kind of opportunity for action, really. Uh, this season so it was nice to see him get the shout and he kept a clean sheet against a team that well we'll get into all of that later but in goals there was Neto as I said right back position we saw the return of a certain Sergio Roberto uh, replacing Semedo who has been there for the past few games Roberto this time instead of playing in the midfield we saw him play at right back like I said and then we had a centre-back partnership of and a partnership I've wanted to see for a little while now and that was Clement Longley and Arajo uh, in that in, in that partnership at the back you know I've wanted to see PK replaced um just to see how Arajo would do with Clement Longley because they're two center backs that I really enjoy watching Clement Longley of course a solid starter but see Arajo come in um and try and prove his his um his worth as the future um, or to claim one future spot of that centre-back partnership um, that I'd imagine with would be with Longley. Um, but I'm talking too much. We'll get all into all of this later, you know. Uh, PK was suspended and Umtiti was injured, so he got his shot. So I'll just recap that really quick because it took a little while. Neto in goal, Sergio Roberto at right back, centre-back partnership of Longley and Arajo, and then we had Jordi Alba at left back. We had a midfield three of Arturo Vidal, Busquets and Ricky Puig. Uh, Frankie de Jong still not getting the start despite being back fit now and uh, gaining a few minutes in the previous game against Osasuna, but he did not get the start. Instead, we saw Vidal, Busquets and Ricky Puig in that midfield three. And up front, we had Lionel Messi still not getting any rest, Luis Suarez and Ansu Fati, 17-year-old superstar, gets his um, turn in that front three. A classic 4-4-3 formation from us. 
interesting interesting lineup. I was very, very happy to see um, the likes of Ricky Puch, Araujo, and um, and uh, Ansu Fati in the, the starting lineup. That really made me uh, very happy. So that was the lineup. That's how we decided to attack from the first minute. And as we got underway, we saw the first action take place in the third minute when we saw a extremely confident Ricky Puyic hit, hit an absolute rocket of a shot, which crashed off the bar. Wow. I mean, when I seen him lining up for the shot, I was like, damn, this, this kid has had enough time in this first team to really take the game by the cojones, if you want to say. Um, and he has been continuing to do this for a while now, and he takes the game into his hands and makes things happen. That is what we get with the amazing, the superlative. I have run out of adjectives to describe this absolutely magnificent young man who should be a starter in this Barcelona team. He runs that midfield. As I said, very confident to start and hit an absolute rocket, which unfortunately saw uh, we saw it crash off the bar. But incredible confidence, and it's, it's clear that his confidence in the team is growing with every time he gets the opportunity. He's always available to receive the ball and work his absolute magic. Ricky Puig started that game incredibly, and I'm not just talking about starting the game incredibly. He continued the game incredibly. For me, he was the man of the match in that game. Stunning performance yet again by Ricky Puig. Has to be a starter. Don't want to hear it. Has to be a starter. Offers more creativity than any other midfielder. Any other midfielder. Throughout this game, and I'll just quickly say... Throughout this game, Ricky Puig had the most key passes, more than any other player in that Barcelona team in that day. In this game, sorry. That's more than Messi, even. So, incredible. Really incredible. Just showing the inventiveness and the creativity that he has and brings to the side and the willingness to make things happen. Exactly what we what we need, sorry. But early on, we did look slightly shaky when we were under any kind of pressure. It's the same kind of story. Whenever the opponents were in and around our box, especially on the counterattack, we saw very little cover and there were gaps everywhere that could just be exploited so easily um, if it hadn't been for Alaves's poor attacking play in this game. No disrespect to Alaves. I've said it before and I've said it again with different teams. If this was a team with a more clinical attacking procedure, we would be exploited tremendously. We need to reconfigure this defensive system uh, because it seems as though the op the the oppositions that come up, come up against us, you know, they they figured it out. They know that we are very vulnerable on the counter attack and can be hurt easily easily you know we don't have a lot of cover because we are pushing so high with our right back and our left back um and they are such a, a vital part of the attack it seems that it leaves us very very exposed at the back again we saw this be the case and if it wasn't for um as i said the lack of clinical uh attacking play that alaves shown in this game today, we would have been punished. So the fact that it was a uh, a clean sheet was interesting. Um, and I say that 
And it's crazy to say that because Alaves didn't have a shot on target in that whole game. And yet that says more about their attack than it does about our defence. What I mean by that, as I said, was basically their attack performed abysmal. Um, and, you know, that's that's really the reason why they didn't score. wasn't much to do with us, especially on the counter. We looked so, so, so vulnerable. But early on, Ansu, Fati and Luis Suarez were clearly trying to learn each other's rhythms and were trying to perfect their link-up play. Um, and we saw a lot of that um, early on. They got a lot of the ball. They had... Um, few moments where they were just kind of testing each other and seeing what that um that play could be like between us between them and I think that will come with more time another person that I think has to be a starter is Ansu Fati showed brilliant levels today in the game um and for me showed that he is ready him and Ricky Puig should start against uh, Napoli we have to trust in them. We really do. And listen, if it's not working within the first 60 minutes, we take it, We take them off. But especially Ricky Puig. Especially Ricky Puig. For me, he's unmissable. Ansu Fati, I think, adds a lot to the attack. I don't think he's quite as seasoned yet as Ricky Puig within this first team. But I think the more game time he gets, the more opportunities he gets, the more time he has to build up um, his play within the team and his involvement in the team and understanding his role in the team and how he can connect with his teammates, we're going to see a much better Ansu Fati. But for now, he op- offers us that winger, that out-and-out winger um, that, we, that we've been desperate for, you know? His positional awareness has, was very good in, this, in today's game. He knows when he has to stay out wide and when he has to come inside. He, he he gives the defenders trouble. He's running at the defenders. Um, and he plays some good balls into uh, the likes of Suarez, who's playing uh, in the middle in today's game, and also pull, pulls it to the edge of the box with a good pass. Uh, so he, he, he definitely brings a lot to the team in the form of a winger, which we don't have at the moment because Dembele is injured. Um, and whenever we play Griezmann or Braithwaite, they're not really that winger or that classic winger that we could really benefit from. I think we can all agree on that. So for me, as I said, Ansu Fati and Ricky Puic have to be starting against Napoli. No two ways about it. But as I said, early on in this game, Ansu Fati and Luis Suarez were trying to get on the same wavelength, I would, um, I would say. And quickly enough, we saw Ricky Puic at the center of any and everything, um, again, turning creator and assisting an opportunity for Vidal. Um, he he chests the ball down just on the edge of the box or just inside the box and does a beautiful little uh, on-the-volley chip looping ball that drops for Arturo Vidal on that right-hand side of the box who lets it bounce and then absolutely smashes it. Um, but unfortunately, again, we saw another shot hit the bar. It was a brilliant volley, great, great, great power behind the shot, but another hit against the bar. That was two very early on. One thing I noticed, despite a good performance from Lionel Messi, in fact, a great performance from Lionel Messi, how involved he was in the game, etc., etc., he does need resting. He really does, or he will get injured, and we can't, cannot afford that. We are lucky that um, 
that he's managed to to play all these games and be fine coming back from lockdown you know especially with the with the lack of football it meant that he's coming back and playing every single game despite not having the proper training for it really uh so yeah i'm glad that he hasn't got injured and i'm just praying he doesn't in training because obviously he is so crucial to this team and especially if we want to do anything in the champions league um of any worth uh of course we have to focus our attentions now to napoli in i believe three weeks and if 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 we manage to get past them it will be the mighty Bayern Munich so that will be difficult so we need him fit and firing and ready for me he could have rested this game however we did have one individual trophy going on which was Messi's um claim for the Pichichi which is if you don't know the highest goal scorer in the league Messi at the beginning of the game was two goals ahead of Karim Benzema who uh, is the player in second position for that award um he scored uh, Karim Benzema sorry, scored two goals in that game against Villarreal, a penalty and also one from open play. And with Messi's two goals in today's game, it means that he is, and I'm recording this prior to the last Real Madrid game of the season, but he is ahead by four goals right now. So hopefully that should grant him the Pachichi. It will be difficult for Karim Benzema to score four goals. However, we will see. So yeah, he did need resting. Um... And at times we saw that from a bit of sloppiness from him. Uh, his first touch, especially at times, was not up to, scr to, to scratch. And uh, it was letting him down as a result. So he does need the rest. Now he will get it as we have the break uh, before the Champions League. But we are dancing with fire a little bit with the amount that we are playing him, especially in today's game that isn't really important for the team it doesn't really mean anything other than trying to get the Pachichi which of course I want Messi to get and should get now being four goals ahead of Karim Benzema having said that 15 minutes in and Lionel Messi's at it <laughs> uh, he takes an amazing left foot curling shot from outside of the box and yet again it hits the woodwork that's three times in the first 15 minutes that we hit the woodwork very unfortunate to not get a goal. And that was a brilliant shot from Lionel Messi. I would have loved to see that fly into that left-hand top corner. But unfortunately, that was not the case. And we had to wait for the first goal of the game. In the meantime, our ball circulation was actually very good. Um, and yeah, our possession had more intent. I think that was the main thing. It was more direct. We were looking for forward passes far more than sideway. Um, and that's what we wanted to see more of. And it seems, you know, well, it is too little too late. We are capable of performing at a standard which we aren't achieving uh, game in, game out. So uh, luckily today, um, although it was too, too little too late, we did see uh, a more positive possession. We were, we, were, we were a part of that, you know, more intent, as I said, more directive um, play, more penetrative play, and Ricky Puig is at the heart of that. He really is. Um, him and Messi are those two creators, uh, and I think, yeah, the two main creators in the team, Ricky Puig is definitely up there. As I said prior, he was the player with the most key passes in the game today. Um, so it just goes to prove the point, really, doesn't it? But Barcelona almost had an obligation to win today, as I said, and win well as well. 
after the shocking display against Osasuna and for the majority of the season as well. So I think that'll be why we saw um, almost like a rejuvenated Barca side, as I said, too little, too late. But finally, the breakthrough goal comes in the form of 17-year-old superstar Ansu Fati, and he claims his seventh goal of the season. It was a brilliant, brilliant goal. We saw Messi dink the ball in, and Ansu Fati just drifts into the space in the center and pokes it with his right foot into the bottom right-hand corner of the goal. Nothing that the keeper could do about that. And that's another assist from Lionel Messi, which is his 21st assist of the season. That means he's now overtaken Xavi as the player with the most assists in a single La Liga season. That is absolutely astonishing. Despite Messi being unrested and clearly tired, he continues to stack up the assists and the goals. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant, brilliant stuff from Lionel Messi and our youngster Ansu Fati. 17 years old. 17 years old. You know, 17 and that's his seventh goal of the season, despite only really coming into the four, forefront, you know, recently. So brilliant stuff to see Ansu Fati continue to score and be involved in the, in the game as much as he was today. Brilliant stuff. Suarez, however, his finishing in that first half needed looking at. It needed analysing because he should be doing far better in 1v1 situations. There was a, a opportunity where he just struck it really right into the middle of the goalkeeper and it's not that clinical um, play that we were used to of a few years back now. It, it definitely takes him. And that has been a criticism, I think, from quite a few Barca, Barcelona fans is that he does require a few chances um, for him to be able to put one away. He's not clinical enough. I believe at times that's been harsh, but now it definitely does beg the question, you know. He, he's looking nowhere near the level he should be. So is his time at Barcelona up? Or maybe at least as a starter is it up, as a regular game-in, game-out starter. You know, there were easy passes being messed up by him, and the finishing was nowhere near clinical enough, as I said. So it does beg the question, is he still, or should he still be the starter, the starting striker for Barcelona. The problem is we don't really have anyone who is um, proving enough or proving to be far better than him. Griezmann isn't doing so at the moment and Braithwaite um, hasn't had too many chances. So it's difficult, isn't it? I think Setien will always go with the experience of Luis Suarez um, and that's just the way it is. However, 33 minutes in and Ricky Puig... At the centre of it all again, a brilliant ball in, crossed crossed in from the right by Sergio Roberto. Ricky Puic, it lands right at him and he has the awareness. He's in space, but he has defenders quickly approaching him. He has multiple, multiple Barcelona players demanding the ball, but he takes his time and picks out the right pass. He has the awareness of a seasoned pro. He takes his time, he looks up and finds the run of Lionel Messi who and the pace on the ball. 
The pace on the ball for Lionel Messi means that when Lionel Messi takes it into touch, it is perfect. It's at the perfect pace. It allows him to control it easy and, you know, give the goalkeeper the eyes a couple shimmies, a couple shakes and manages to clinically finish it. And that is Lionel Messi's 24th goal of the season. Ricky Puic and Lionel Messi link up. We're seeing them two do that more and more often. I do believe Messi really enjoys playing with Ricky Puic. I, I mean, how can you not? He's always looking for the pass. He's so creative and he's going to be a great asset to this team. He already is a great asset for this team. The awareness, though, by Ricky Puig. As I said, many players demanding that ball. He could have given it far earlier to, I believe, Ansu Fati, who was right near him. I think Suarez was in and around there too, but he picks up the right run. He picks out the right pass. And that is so important. It means the, the chance isn't squandered and he does exactly what he needs to do. Brilliant awareness by Ricky Puig. As I said, seasoned pro. That is the awareness of a seasoned pro. Starter. Nothing more to say on it. <laughs> Quick question though. Um, who's my favourite Barcelona player? Ricky Puig. Undoubtedly. Absolutely undoubtedly. Um, if I get the, the new uh, kit, the new Barcelona kit, it will be his name I'll be putting on the back for sure. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to pick out one thing from the, the 42nd minute. Uh, and this is the reason I've picked out this uh, this moment is because this is where we see the true benefit of having Arujo on the pitch ahead of the likes of PK. And that reason is pace. PK does not have the pace anymore. Um, and I guess he was never really known to be the most pacey defender, but Arujo is that man. There was a chance of Alaves where we saw Arujo starting far behind his man and he uses his pace to get back into position. And he does that so well. He is behind his man. His man is running through on goal and he catches up fully. He catches up completely. Brilliant stuff from the young defender. You know, he uses his pace and he gets back. Whereas with PK, he wouldn't be able to get back. By Arujo getting back, it meant that it, it, the the chance, which did come, was stalled. And, and what I mean by that is Arujo gets back, okay? And now he's in a position where he can slow down the attack. This allows, uh, in this case, Sergio Busquets to, to get back. He's able to now run back because he's had the time that Arujo has allowed him to get back into position. And he... When I say he, I'm talking about Sergi Busquets, is the one to make the sliding challenge, the final challenge to cut out the dangerous play. But it's only because Arujo and his pace was able to slow down that attack. And the attackers for Alaves had to look for a different option. They couldn't go for a straight shot because Arujo was back. He was back already. So that is the difference. That is what we're talking about. And that is such a positive thing for um, for Barcelona to have a defender with that much pace. Something that we miss with Pique. Pique has many different qualities and multiple brilliant ones for sure. But that pace is and at times can be costly for sure. Another thing about this Barcelona team that we put out is identity at the core of it. One of the reasons it's working. Look, look at the players that we have. Puy, uh, Ricky Puig, Lionel Messi, Sergio Busquets, Ansu Fati, Sergio Roberto. All La Masia players. Identity. 
players that care about the club, players that understand what it means to be at this club, players who know the magnitude of the club and understand how playing as part of this team is more than an honour. That is what we need. One of the reasons why we played a good game today, I have no doubt about that. We have committed players that understand the task at hand and are completely understanding of their privilege to play for this great club because they've learnt it through La Masia and coming up through the ranks and over the years. That is definitely it. 43rd minute came and it was a beautiful classic goal for Barcelona. Really, really, really was. Amazing ball from Messi to cut over the defence straight to the foot of Jordi Alba, his companion on the left-hand side. Um, We've seen this ball happen many a times. He cuts over the defence, straight into Jordi Alba's path, who puts it first time right on the head of Luis Suarez. And Luis Suarez is able to tuck it away. Suarez could have had three goals in this half, but he was able to put away that chance. It was an unmissable chance. Jordi Alba put it right on a plate for him and Messi put it right on a plate for Jordi Alba. So it was a very Barcelona-esque goal and it was enough to make even the most pissed off Barca fan after a troublesome season smile. It really was. So that was great to see that type of goal come from Barcelona in this final game of the season. And that really ended the first half, a very dominant first half from Barcelona. You know, there was some very good play. Messi, Ricky Puig and Ansu Fati were running the show. And as I said before, you have to make those two young youngsters starters now. We need to build around them as pillars within this team. The future is now. We can't be looking at, you know, we don't have play. We don't have other players that can be playing in those positions better at the moment. We don't. And they're only going to grow and mature and become even better players when we give them the confidence to be starters. So for me, starters for sure. And that was half time, you know, that was the first half complete. As I said, a dominant display of football from Barcelona, despite some fragility in the defence. And that led us into the second half, where 30 seconds in and... uh, our defensive vulnerability is shown almost immediately, 30 seconds in, and we're lucky not to have conceded. There was a, an opportunity for Alaves, and luckily uh, the Alaves attacker, I can't quite remember who it was, but completely misses the ball, miskicks it, and we are let off the hook. But from that uh, opening exchange, we saw uh, Clement Longley go off with an injury, which is quite worrying, but hopefully... And I don't think it looked like anything too serious. It looked like uh, some sort of hip injury. But uh, we will await confirmation for what that actually is. Um, and with Titi injured and PK suspended, that meant that there was no other centre-backs in the subs. And the only defender w- that we had on the bench was uh, Semedo. But of course, he's not a centre-back. So um, he did come on, however, which left Arujo and Vidal as the centre-back partnership. Arturo Vidal and Arujo as the centre-back partnership for the rest of the game. But luckily, we were 3-0 up at that time. And uh, yeah, we started the second We started the second half on the back foot, unfortunately. You know, it's the same story, just a different game. We've seen it so many times this season. I'm starting to lose count. Um 
but I can understand it more when we're 3-0 up. Not that I encourage it or want it to happen, but it is the way it was. The second half, for the majority of it, was quite flat. But it wasn't long before uh, Semedo's inclusion um, was felt. You know, Ricky Puic slides a great ball through to Semedo, just lays him in, and uh, Semedo smashes it uh, from the right side of the box into the left side of the net. Semedo getting an unlikely goal. Uh, and that's another assist now for Ricky Puic in this game. And a goal for Semedo, and that makes it 4 for Barcelona. So brilliant to see Semedo get a goal and even better to see Ricky Puig get another assist. Integral to this team. Again, creation levels abundant. So brilliant to see that. And it wasn't long after that when we saw De Jong, uh, De Jong replace Sergio Busquets. And it was interesting to see where he would play. You know, would he play as that uh, single pivot that we, a lot of Barcelona players are crying out for him to be playing in that position. You know, that was the position that made him a star at Ajax. He occupied that single pivot role and he did it very, very well. But we're seeing a different Frankie de Jong at Barca. And, it, you know, although it hasn't been the best uh, first season, it can take time to adjust. For all their similarities, Barcelona and Ajax are very different uh, in many aspects, you know. As well, with the type of players we already have in the club, he's coming to a team where his role is different now. So... I think he can, de I mean, he was bought for the future, but if we're going to be starting him every game, he needs to be um, continuing to improve. And I hope that that will be the case. Of course, he's just coming back from a little injury, but um, giving him minutes and feeling him out is uh, definitely the way forward. I'm hoping for a better second season from Frankie de Jong, of course. But um, Alaves really weren't clinical in the attack in any way. On another day, we would have been punished for sure. Um, the the positive thing from the defense was Arujo's uh, recovery runs. They were brilliant all game, um, and it was really nice to see him play and uh, get that game time because I think he could really be the Barcelona uh, next uh, centre back when when it comes to the time that the PK will will finish his career or move on from Barcelona. So we might see in this next season Arujo. And PK being the interchangeable too, I do not currently see Umtiti coming back into the frame as a starter. But we are yet to see. I think he may get sold. We could profit off him. And, uh, you know, if we don't see any long-term plan for him, it's, it's the best thing to do. You know, make profit from him when we can get the most money for him. So... We'll see what happens. Maybe something will happen in this transfer window. Maybe not. But um, we'll definitely all be alert to it, I'm sure. But very little action in that second half until the 74th minute when it was high fives all round. Frankie de Jong to Jordi Alba who crosses it in and Suarez with a feint which allows Messi to gain his 25th goal of the season which extended the Pachichi lead to four goals ahead of Karim Benzema who is yet to play his final game of the season really hoping he doesn't get four although unlikely it is possible but that was the fifth goal uh, of the game Messi coming up Trump with it so it was great to see five goals all coming from Barcelona and not conceding any which was um, a joy after so much torment for Barcelona fans. Another goal, another messy goal as well, and uh, more more players involved in the in the in the play. It was a beautiful ball from Frankie to Jordi Alba, and a great cross in, putting it into that danger 
danger zone. Um, and Suarez made made it look like he was going to hit it, but feints at the last minute, and it allows Messi to come in with that left boot and tuck it home. So brilliant stuff. Then finally, we saw Ansu Fati be replaced for Martin Braithwaite, who then played on the left wing, which allowed Suarez to occupy that middle um, middle position. Uh, for me, Suarez could have come off, you know, instead of of Ansu Fati, but. Five goals up, it isn't the biggest deal, really, is it? You know, uh, but it was good to see Braithwaite get some some time. Unfortunately, he wasn't that involved in the game. He had one or two opportunities. One where he had a bad touch. It was a ball in from Messi, and it was a bad touch. Unfortunately for Martin Braithwaite, but it's hard for players like him to gain confidence when they're not getting very much game time and playing in a, in a position <laughs> that they aren't used to, as we do with all our strikers. We like to test them out there on the left wing, but uh, that is the way it is. And that was it. The second half, as I said, very dry. Uh, we did manage to score two goals and we managed to escape with not allowing um, Alaves to, to put one on the scoreboard. So that ended the season on a high note for us. You know, that was... Um, a good ending on the last game, but uh, overall we can't take too much from it other than a more positive result going into the Champions League. But the whole season has not been anywhere near what it should have been uh, in in terms of footballing standard from us, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. Um, board decisions, coaching decisions, you know, the whole thing. We've been through it before, but at least we were able to finish out the last game of the season on a some kind of high, I guess, um, and put five past Alaves, who will also stay in La Liga. But that was it for this game and it for the final La Liga game of the season. I will be back with Champions League coverage when we play the second leg against Napoli. I believe it's being held at the Camp Nou, which is obviously a good thing for us. So until then, we just hope that we can train well, get the mentality right. One of the most important things is get the mentality right and really figure out the starters, <coughs> Ricky Puic and Sufati, <laughs> uh, for that game. But until then, this has been Barca Base. I'll see you for the coverage against Napoli. And until then, peace.